Blog Talk Radio. Try, 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 try. Keep going. <laughs> right. Add, add an infinitum or infinitious right. or something like that. <laughs> I don't know what the hell the word is. Anyway, add infinitum. That's the word I'm thinking of. See? When I stop caring, I get it every time. Huh. It might take weeks. It might take months. Right. But eventually it does come to me. So, so we have a special guest coming on today. Um... Justin, we got a lot of stuff going on today. We got uh, I got a little couple of tidbits in the news that are going on and how that ties people to the Funyun. Right? Mm-hmm. We don't talk enough about that. We got a little little deal going on, and you know everything we try to do, we try to basically take something from someone else and make it our own. That's how we work here. So we get <laughs> the Funyun. It's not the onion. It's more mm-hmm. fun. Right. How do you like that slogan? Oh, my go. God, if that doesn't get a cease and desist, nothing <laughs> will. <laughs> you know? It's spelled differently. It's spelled differently. It's not like we, we, we did uh, F-O-N, you know, right. we did F-U-N. Right. I absolutely could have done F. Then people would have said Phonian, though, you know? Right. You know they would have. They absolutely would have. Anyway, before we get going here, we're going to try to talk about our sponsor a little more at the top of the hour here. Because um, yep. it makes more sense. I see you on the line there, caller. Don't give up on me. Give me a few minutes. We're just going to run our sponsor uh, our sponsor deal here quick, talk a little bit about him. Then we're going to bring this caller on. I believe it's Justin. If uh, the area code, of course, you can't rely on those anymore, you know, because of the Google phone numbers and everything else. But we'll see. Uh, we'll check on the caller here in a minute. And, ladies and gentlemen, our, a word from our sponsor. No, that, see, that's the old school. That's all right. I, I'm old school. A word from our and now a word from our sponsor. A buyer of gold and silver coins and jewelry is celebrating three years of paying the highest cash payouts around for unwanted gold and silver coins and jewelry. Don't settle for low pawn shop prices and don't take your items to a fly-by-night hotel event. Come and visit our showroom and get paid the highest cash payouts for your unwanted gold and silver coins and jewelry. Looking for great fun? Book a free karaoke gold party today with a buyer of gold and silver coins and jewelry. Located at 1121 Glenwood Ave, Oneida, next to Cash for Cans Bottle Return. A buyer of gold and silver.com. I learned it, Mike. Are you proud of me? It's awesome, man. <laughs> All right. I see you both callers. We're going to get to you in one second, I swear. So I just want to say a, a, one quick thing. I know these buyers of gold and silver, they're everywhere now, right? Everywhere. But here's the deal. Everywhere. So, it, so Mike, you do, MikeBova.com, Mike does a lot of um, marketing seminars and basically tries to help you make more money in your business, big or small, big, small, medium business, doesn't matter. And so I was at one of them recently, and I met an interesting gentleman, who we have to have on the show, <laughs> Greg, and uh, and I actually saw him do a deal right there at the show. Some guy right. had a fork, a silver fork, 
and he bought the fork. And I'm looking at him like, I didn't know who he was at first. I had only, you know, heard his name. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at him saying, why the hell did you just buy a fork from somebody? And does it belong to the to uh, Dibbles Inn? <laughs> What's going on here? And he told and he told me, Greg told me, and again we hadn't even really said who each of us was, and he said, yeah, I gave him forty dollars for the silver fork. I'm like, wow. okay, based on what? And he says, well, you know, it's probably it's probably retail value. Probably he'll get said, you know, for, and again, you can't you can't lock anyone into any numbers here. But I'm just using an example. You gave him forty bucks. He said he'd probably be able to turn it for forty eight or fifty. So. Yeah. He gave him 80% of the value of thing, and he told the guy straight up front what he, what he thought the value was and what he would give him for it right then and yeah. there. The guy said, fantastic, and I'll come to your store tomorrow, and I'll bring a whole stinking tray of this stuff. So I saw him do the deal. I know how he does deals. He does them honestly. He's, he, he Like every business guy, he makes a profit. But I'm telling you, some of these gold and silver guys will give you half of the value. And let me tell you something. If you send... Not to insult anybody, okay? But really, it's like it's like logic 101, sales 101. You don't send something to somebody and wait for them to tell you what it's worth when they already have possession of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some of those guys, yeah, send us all your gold, and, and we'll tell you what it's worth, and we'll send you a nice big fat check. Yeah, baloney. Anyway. Um, true, man. It's true. You're, you hit it right on the head, definitely. Yep. A buyer of goldandsilver.com. Now we're going to move on to the phones here. Hello? 540, you're on with us. Who's this? Hey, man, how y'all doing? No, don't hit redial, bro. You're on. You there, man? <laughs> yeah, who, who, who am I talking at? This, this is Jeremy Matter. I'm from Runner, Virginia. How you doing? I'm good, man. I've uh, I think I hit back and forth with you on Facebook a little bit. Ever had time to call in and say hey, and I saw y'all were live and figured I'd give you a shout. Very nice. Thanks for calling in. And no problem. How are y'all? How are y'all? Ah, uh, we're getting along. You know, we're we're in New York State, so we kind of feel like we're in prison a little bit. But other than that, we're okay. It's about 195. Well, in the shade. Yeah, it's, it's about the same here. We're we're it is. Everybody here is all butter as well. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. But at least down there, you don't have to face winter. Like up here, I feel bad complaining because in another month there'll be snowing. You know. <laughs> yeah, we we used to have four seasons. Now we have summer, winter, summer, winter. That's all we get. <laughs> that's right. That's we about, about all it is, right? Five minutes of spring. That's about that's yeah. about where it ends. I know. That's what we had this year. We I had know. we had. We had winter and construction this year. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> winter and work. <laughs> well, I think this I is awesome what you all are doing. This, you know, I just found out about you guys not long ago. Actually, through Facebook, I think uh, we had some mutual comedian friends. And, oh, cool. Uh, I've, I've been wanting to check you all out and just never had the chance. Great. No, oh, good, good. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear you come in. Uh, we're going to go. Do you have a few minutes? Stay right on the line with us. We're going to talk yeah, to man, Justin McClure here. All right. All right. Hold on. Let's bring him on board here. Justin, is that you? It's me. There you go. Justin McClure, everybody. How you doing? What's up, man? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we hear you fine. Awesome. Fine. Awesome. That last call was, uh, that was, that was stimulating. Yeah. He's there. 
Yeah. yeah. Stimulating, no. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? I'm much. How are you? Doing pretty good. I'm. I got my butt inside because it's so hot outside. So I'm just trying to uh, <laughs> try not to melt. I'm trying not to melt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me too. Me too. I think I should. I think I should warn everybody here real quick that part part of Justin's uh, bio says that he. I mean, like me and you, Mike. We talk about. We say we, if we don't insult everybody, we feel like we're being unfair. I think sure. Justin, that's kind of your motto, correct? <laughs> yeah, that's what comedy is about. No, but my my motto is uh, be a decent person and and you know stop. There's just so many things that are uh, illogical or you know, and it's kind of my job to call things as I see it. And uh, I'm not looking for more friends. I don't hang out with the ones I do have, so it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> see, there you, you, know you, there you go. <laughs> so I don't I don't know much about a bio, but um, basically I just tried to uh, you know I'm sarcastic and I'm also I think I'm a, a kind person, but. Uh, it, it, it's fun to, <laughs> to call things. It, it's fun to call things as you see it, present it back sure. to people, and, and that's called logic. Okay. There you go. Listen, you don't have. Listen, I'm not trying to put you on the on the defensive just because you, you know if you're an asshole, call it like it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm not. But, I, but I'm not. <laughs> no. You're not. I know you're not. No, I know you're I, not. I do have this. Uh, I do have this video that I put up recently. I was doing shows in Myrtle Beach, and this lady called me uh, a douchebag, and yeah, uh, I, I happened to get the footage. <laughs> Of it as I was going on stage, like she called me a douchebag literally right before I went on, and uh, I did I did ten minutes on, and I wasn't a douchebag. I I did a joke that she didn't like. It was funny, right? And then she just you know she was insulted because uh, it offended her. But comedy, you know, comedy is not a church. You you go there to hear something that right. might, might confuse you or shock you, and if the entertainer is likable, then you'll laugh at him. And but if you don't have an open mind, then uh, you shouldn't be coming anyhow. Yeah, I've always Very wondered true. why you would go to a comedy club and even risk getting offended if you couldn't take it. <laughs> well, never made a lot of well, the way I look at it is some people, uh, they think they have some self-entitlement, and they just show up. They show up with a bad attitude, and they show up to complain, or they show up drunk, and then uh, when you say <laughs> something like suicide, they just their mind turns off, and they just uh, they go crazy, and um, they, don't, they don't get that what you're doing up there is, is, is you're trying to... You're trying to evolve an idea. You're trying to create something. So, yeah, but sure. some people show up like that. I don't. I don't understand it either. Hmm. Now, what was the suicide deal? Oh, it's, it's a, jo- a joke I do. I talk about. I did this joke, and this lady got really mad. This really happened. I did this. I did this joke, which you know, if, if it's funny, it's funny. But the joke is that uh, if you're going to kill yourself in life, which is a sad thing, um. What if, what if you thought of other things at the very end of your life that might make you happy and you wouldn't kill yourself? So this this joke is not a, a dark joke. This is about hope. Because what if you're going to kill yourself? What if you're going to kill yourself and you jump off a bridge and then right before you hit the water you say to yourself, I really love diving. Well, <laughs> oh, my God, I love this. Like I, w- I wish I'd have thought about this a minute ago because I just did, I just did a double axle from a pipe position into a cannonball. You know, dolphins can't even do this. It's a ten. It's a ten. You know, you know. Another thing, if you're going to kill yourself and you're going to hang yourself, which is not a good way to kill yourself, but if you're going to hang right. yourself, no, I don't recommend it. And you jump off a stool. What about right as the rope goes around your neck and you feel it and you say to yourself. I love wearing turtlenecks. Right. <laughs> I, I couldn't have been a turtleneck inventor and been wealthy. 
So, so the point God, is, you're right. And that, that joke is not dark. It's about hope. It's like, hey, there's other things in life that might make you happy. But this, 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 this lady was offended because her brother committed suicide. And this oh, is what happened. Oh. After the show, she came up to me. She came up to me and she said, "You should do. You should drop that joke because my brother died of suicide." And I told her, "I said, you just, I said you should stop talking to me." She <laughs> said, "She said, she stop said, coming you're to a, my shows." <laughs> she said, "You're a douchebag," and I said, "Your brother probably killed himself because of you." No. Oh, oh no. No, 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 no. I, I, I would know. This is why I did this because I was the headliner and the two acts before me. All she did was talk. All she did was interrupt the show. I had to go oh. on stage and say, "I'm not, con- I'm not going to continue the show until this cunt right. shuts up." Uh, yeah. And that's what I said. Oh no! Oh, no. So, so once again, once again, once again, <laughs> I go back to my previous thing: be a decent person. Mm-hmm. Stop, stop acting this way in life. Stop, stop having this entitlement. I mean, I remember back in the day, like it seems years ago. I'm not, I'm not that old at all, but I just remember. Or I think I remember I've read that people used to be decent people. They had consideration. They had respect. They, you know, they right. were thoughtful. Now people run amok and think they they they're so deserving of everything with their yeah they're entitled their statuses and everything. Like nobody cares what you're doing until you're contributing. No, true. Right. I don't Very know why I'm, I'm I don't know why I'm preaching, but sorry about that. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, Listen, really... every once in a while we'll get on the soapbox as well. Yeah, Mike's well, about to right now. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. Well, the thing about comedy or anything, it, 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 you know, the purpose of, of language is to evolve an idea. So if you're trying to be funny right. or if you're uh, yeah, on a radio show, whatever it is, you'll make it titillating and stimulating on some level. And sometimes it's all about calling things as you see it. Other times it's just about being silly about whatever whatever makes you happy and makes you laugh. Listen, yeah, the fact is, you, yeah, go ahead, Mike. You know, what's really, you know what's really funny is we're raising our kids that way. We're raising the generation that mm-hmm. these, these kids yeah. are entitled. It's like... We went out to California. We saw my niece's base, our softball game, and I said, "Hey, Maddie, what what was the score? Did you guys win or lose?" And she goes, "Oh, we don't keep score, Uncle Mike." Don't know. I'm like, "What?" She's like, "We don't keep score. Everybody's a winner." I'm thinking, "Are you kidding me? Somebody lost and somebody won." I look, look like you guys got creamed out there. First of all, I mean, they actually had to. They they didn't even get the three outs. It was like they were hitting the ball so much, whatever. Kids were coming home like like left and right, and they go, "Okay, call in. The next team's up." I'm thinking. Are you kidding me? Call in, Just calling the B team. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, yeah. Call the or something. Everybody's such a wood Everybody's got some kind of an attitude of like, oh, we can't keep score. Like that's that's we're so liberal. Yeah. Or like blah 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 blah. Oh, no. God. Yeah. Yeah. God forbid we keep score. Are you kidding me? So then you get all the parents with their little notepads because my daughter plays soccer, and so you get the parents. With, I keep track on a notepad, and I'm like, yeah, you creamed them. Or or I'll go the other way. Like you said, you do lose sometimes. I'll tell her, yeah, you guys got creamed out there. Got to practice more. Big deal. <laughs> doesn't hurt. There. Whatever, happens, doesn't hurt. whatever happens to winning and losing gracefully, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. That's what life's supposed to be about. You're gonna win and lose in the in the workforce. Everybody knows that. Everybody's been down and out at one point in time. Even if you got, even if you're doing well now. Justin, how long did you work at being a comedian before you, before I've you felt like you were getting it? I've been how long I've been doing comedy? Yeah, like how long is it? Because everybody, you know, everyone says, "Oh, overnight story." Guess what? It never happens that way. No, it's always no, no, a no. Long road. Everybody, everybody thinks like uh, musicians or comedians are like, "Oh, that." This guy was discovered in a bar. It's like, no, that guy was doing it for 12 years every night in the same bar. 
somebody happened to walk in who had some kind of power and said, hey, this guy can make me a lot of money. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch him an idea. And then they think that person was discovered. But, no, that, you know, comedy, music, uh, anything, being an athlete, whatever, it's like you don't start out being good. It takes years. And I think it was Seinfeld or so, so one of those guys is like, you don't, you don't really get comfortable until about 10 years into it. And I'm like nine years into it. My first couple of years, I thought I was great. And the more you do it, the, the more you realize that it does take a long time to be who you are naturally on stage. I mean, you're already this person in life, but it's hard to be that person on stage. Uh, you just turn into something else until you get on stage a million times and you can just become yeah. who you are. And that's when comedy is really good, when it's authentic and when you feel, when you're the same in and off stage. It's just it's a very authentic thing because you're not a, a character up there. You're you're just playing yourself, right. and that's when it's that's what that's what it should be. So that's same thing with music. I I should be able to hang out with a musician and see him on stage and be like, no no no, yeah I get it. That seems like what you would what, what you should be doing because your personality is this way and this is how you play. If you're if you become somebody else, it's a weird thing to see something. It's not organic that way. Right. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, but I'm like sure. I'm like nine years into it, and uh, I'm about ready to quit. It's a, it's a it's an awful it's a it's such a I mean I have a good attitude about it. I don't judge uh, the business or other comedians, but it's just so difficult to yeah. to really with the internet now because people used to go through comedy clubs, uh, casting directors, producers. They would they would go scout talent there, but now right. people are making it uh, to Saturday Night Live auditions or the biggest festivals by having great YouTube clips. They're bypassing. YouTube. They're bypassing years of Absolutely. open mics and stand-up because somebody sees a, a clip with uh, four million hits, and next thing you know, that that person's signing with a big agency. And yeah. then there's people like me who have just been in the trenches for years. You have to figure out another way to make it happen. And what that's all about is, you know, creating a good web series, uh, writing good scripts, and you know, this is what that's what I'm doing now. So I'm doing a little bit less stand-up because I'm trying to get my career going so that people know who you are more. Got to get that viral video going, right? You know what? If I could just film two babies falling down, I mean, I think I could do it with that. I got to find it. If I could, if I could find yeah. two babies falling down and then a kitten running across, I mean, I think I'd get 10 million just like that. That's what I need. No, don't, don't go having babies just to get them falling down on tape. So on tape. Oh, how old am I? The tape, like you popped up on ketamine. Yeah, so anybody out there, if you have a cat, let me just come hang out and let's see if Cats are fun for viral videos. I, I, I need a viral video. I need babies and cats and maybe a, maybe a, maybe a butterfly. If we can put a butterfly in there, that'll make it. Butterflies maybe, are good. Maybe well, it'll help. I've got five kids. It's like living in a house full of, you know, special you big drunks. Because, you know, like, every time I see a viral video... A viral video, it's like, you know, all of a sudden there's this butterfly going to land on a, on a midget. You're like, oh, send me a hit for that. <laughs> <laughs> there's no art in that. It's like, no, the butterfly was there. The midget was there, probably making chocolate. All of a sudden, butterfly lands on his face. Oh, look at that. Everyone wants to see a quick light. I like this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you need a butterfly laying on a kitten's nose who's sleeping with a baby who's farting. <laughs> right, and you 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 got it. That, that, that's viral right there. So I got to work that's this viral. out. Viral. So. <laughs> Watch out for the the local baby ward in the hospital wherever wherever you are. Better put an APB out. That's actually that's actually give me a give me a business idea. Rents a baby. 
We could do run a baby, <laughs> run a cat, run a butterfly. Right, yeah. run all three. Shoot your, shoot your viral video. <laughs> Package deal. A butterfly, a kitten, and a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe like uh, there's all I mean like all the all the viral videos are the same. They're like 20 seconds long, and it's it's right. some old man farting in the gym. You're like, oh my god, I gotta I gotta, I gotta stare at this, you know? Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, what you're what you're saying is true. That's why you gotta. That's why you gotta, like you said, write scripts and shoot videos and everything like that. Because I, know, I mean, look, look at that kid. You know, the the kid with a high voice who rigged his voice up, Fred. You know, he's, he's been on, like, iCarly oh, like, and all that. And the kid's doing these yeah. dumb videos. I'm, I'm sorry, Fred, if you're listening here, if you're going to listen to this dumb little later on. But it's like, geez, you know, he can his voice to make him sound really high like he's like he just in, inhaled a, a, a gallon of helium. And, and uh, he shoots this really stupid video. So I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Yeah. I remember the first time I saw that kid, my kids were watching iCarly. Yeah, and I uh-huh. swear to God, I thought that a cat was getting raped in my living room. <laughs> it scared the hell out of me. I was like, what in the hell are you watching? And they were like, Fred, Fred. I mean, they, they, my kids love that shit. They all know, yeah, yeah for my Carly. Yeah. Oh, totally. Talk about a, a genius show. A, oh, a, totally. a TV show about someone who's not on TV who uses the Internet to get famous. Oh, <laughs> man, what a perfect friggin' situation that is. Exactly. You know? Yeah, you got to do we- crazy stuff. Yeah, how, about we do a web, a viral video. how about we do a web show about a TV show? We turn, <laughs> we turn, turn it right around. About a, a, a web show, uh, a Black Talk radio show about a TV show about someone that's a blogger who is uh, who, who's blogging about iCarly. Right. Yeah, we need that? something. Yeah, we need a, hey, Disney. We need huh? a niche. Ah, you, Disney. <laughs> we need a niche. <laughs> Here's to you, Eisner. <laughs> you got this one on your pal. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I Carly, I Carly, I Carly. I said it three more times. Send me a cease and desist. Uh, <laughs> great. <laughs> got to stir the pot, huh, Basher? <laughs> What's that? You got to stir the pot, huh? <laughs> uh. Master stir and stir and teeth. <laughs> That's all. Oh my gosh! Can you believe so Justin, that? You must have a web. You must have a website, right, where people are uh, can go and get information and stuff. Is it like Justine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or? By the way, um, you have on your link Justine McClure. I'm a I'm, I'm a male, so I'd be. I would be <laughs> oh. so, I'm sorry, I did that on purpose just to stir the pot. Yeah, I don't know who I'm Justine McClure is, but if she's more <laughs> yeah. popular than me, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> I think I think Rob was Rob was spelling it in French. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's dude. Um, Come on, what, yeah, what's wrong? You need some culture. Is, uh, you need some culture, bro. <laughs> uh, my website is um, uh, justinkellymcclure.com. So basically it's, uh, I guess, the most Irish name possible, justinkellymcclure.com. Wow. Yeah, it's very Irish. I don't think I could be more Irish if my name was Lucky wow. Thomas McLeprechaun, you know? You, you hmm. get, your stomach growls just from the thought of potatoes, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, but my website, my, uh, you know, Twitter feed, I, I write jokes every day. I, I try to, like, I'm not one of those people that goes online and, and on their Facebook and they're, they're writing dumb posts like, oh, I, I like lasagna. Well, so do I. Stop talking about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hate those. But the thing is, the, the thing is, 
the thing is about I think about Twitter and, and and Facebook or whatever. It's about content. You have to give people something to keep them interested in you. And right, nobody right. cares about my personal life. They don't care that I just got off the subway or I'm going to the dentist tomorrow. It's like people want to laugh about something or they want to link to something interesting. So that's why, you know, I, I never post anything about myself. It's just, you know, random uh, things that I think are funny and hopefully people, you know, add and they want to stay in touch with you because you're giving them something. Yeah. You have to know who your audience is too, though, because I think that, I I have a I don't know I'm not speaking for my wife but I have a sneaky suspicion she would want to know when you get off the get off the subway I think she would read that. Oh, she might want to know. Well, <laughs> she very, to tell. There are people She's very detailed. There are, well, I don't do it because there are some girls out there that I don't want to know where I'm at because. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll, I send, I'll send that word on to my wife then. She'll stop stalking you. I promise. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> How long have you guys yeah. been doing this show? How long have you guys been running it? Till till we oh oh time I was gonna say till we feel like stopping I thought you meant today. <laughs> oh we we started start? a while back a few years back we well I started a few years back I was doing it was a little more serious kind of Q and A with entrepreneurs. A little more pretty, serious. Pretty big one. It was yeah it was way more serious. <laughs> yeah it was like, serious as a heart it attack. Like, it, it and now deep thoughts by Rob Thrasher. <laughs> I call myself Jack Handy though. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. Can I ask, like, what is what is your um, what is your setup like as far as like your 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 rig and gig? Like your we, we are we are up? we are in our um, plush Midtown Manhattan suite down in uh, in New York. I can look out the window and see. Uh, what do we see out the window, Mike? Some New York City stuff. Um, now nah, we're really just uh, we're in our homes in our pajamas. I don't know. Sometimes Mike goes. You know, I don't want to get into that, but. Uh, no, actually, Mike was out back with your kids, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I got my yeah. swim trunks. I got my swim trunks on still. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's see. <laughs> yeah, this is the the era of the internet. Where yeah. wherever we want to be. One time, the first show we did that we were doing the kind of funny business twist. I called in from upstate New York. I called it God Country, and and we all went off on a tangent after that because Phil, Phil, our one guy who was doing it with us, thought I said Cop Country. <laughs> <laughs> he thought I was hogtied on the car, face down. <laughs> uh, uh, New York State Troopers tearing my teeth apart and all that. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So I think we've been doing funny business for. I think we've been doing funny business for a few months. The cool thing is we got a, well, like fifty thousand MySpace friends. We got about two hundred fifty thousand yeah. people that listen to our downloads and stuff like that. So we've yeah. got a, a big following right away. Yeah. So um, it's it, catching on. So. We're we're hooking on with great comedians like yourself, and we got you know we had Dre Parker on on Tuesday. Of course, Rob missed that show because he forgot about it. So oh, here we go. Here we go. Senior moments—they happen all. You'll get there. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so he left me hanging. I'm like, I'm dying here. I'm posting on Facebook. Somebody, please call into the show. I was stuck in a tunnel trying to get into Manhattan, dude. What can uh-huh. I tell you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's, it's cool stuff. We're actually meeting with more and more comedians. I want to actually set up, I think I had uh, emailed you through Facebook, Justin, about the possibility of doing a Utica Comedy Fest. I talked to the Stanley Theater today, oh, yeah. about 20, sure. 2,903 people. And what I want to do is get a bunch of comedians to bring, we want to bring comedy back to Utica. We had a yeah. comedy club here in Washington Mills called Fat Cats. Syracuse has got Wise Guys. Albany's got the Comedy Works and some other things. And yeah. we want a comedy club at least once a month in Utica at at some place. And that we want to do a, here. 
a yearly comedy. Is there a comedy zone over here, guys? What's that? Is there a comedy zone up there? A comedy zone? No. Yeah. No. Was that like a franchise thing? Yeah, it's a franchise deal. They're they're mainly East Coast. There's one. uh, I played the one in Charlotte the other night, and then there's one here in Lynchburg that I play. But I know there's some up there somewhere. I just don't know where they're at. Oh, maybe yeah. that's what we need to do. We'll buy a franchise yeah. comedy club. That'd be, that'd be cool to, you know, tap into that. would be awesome. Sure. Yeah, they've got huge. I mean, I know that they pull from a pool of comedians, and it's right. pretty mm-hmm. deep. Oh, nice. Yeah, the comedy zone. I, I, I work for those guys. Oh, I yeah, think Brian Heffern owns it. But, yeah, cool. if you guys play a show in Utica, I'd, I'd love to come up and do it. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure, man. Yeah. Now, do you live in do you live in New York City? You live you live in the the city, right? I live uh, I live in yeah I live right in New York City. I live in the Spanish Harlem. Actually, it's crazy hmm. walking wow. outside, banging on pinatas and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Wow, that's just me. Wow. Yeah. You might know some of the same comedians that we know. We're t- we're, I was talking to uh, George Gallo, R.C. Smith. Those guys are from uh, the city somewhere. Jim Jim Delacus. Yeah, I think I, there's so many comedians here, and it's just like the, it, there are so many cliques too. There's like the uh, old school comics who do certain places. There's the hipster comics, the you know the black comics, the right. club comics. It's like there's so many comedians, and it's like yeah. you know I haven't been here all that long, but you realize shortly that there's just so many comedians, and you you end up not knowing many because you you end up just doing the same spots in the same places and you know your your group of friends. I don't yeah. know those guys. So they're like so they're like comedic gangs down there. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's kinda of weird. Like, you know, most places uh it's like one community, but in, in New York it's like, you know, people who always stay in Brooklyn, you got uh yeah. you know, all the other types of comedians that I mentioned right. and it, and there's just so much going on. There's like twelve clubs in the city, so you know, there's a there's a lot happening. Right, that's cool. So yeah, it should be good, man. You know, we're looking to do that in Utica. Actually, my wife's even on board with it. She thought it was a great idea to, you know, try to do something with either one of the hotels. We get, we got some hotels or Holiday Inns, Radisson's. I know the Comedy Works does it out of uh, the best Western Airport Inn. And the mm-hmm. only thing we knew about it is because we, we stayed there, and she was going to make reservations. She's just like, what's this Comedy comedy Works on here? And we checked it out. We saw a show down there. It was really good. And we're like, this is pretty sweet, man. So... Yeah, if you need help getting comedians, like, you know, I know a lot of people, so we could uh, definitely put on a good show for you. It'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Awesome. I just did a show recently. I don't know how far this is from, I was in Malone, New York. They brought me up to Malone. Wow, that's way up north. You're talking about uh, about the Canadian border, I think, right? God's (laughs) country. I was up there. Yeah, it was God's country. I remember um, (laughs) after the show... uh, this lady came up to me, and this, this really happens. She came up to me, and because I mentioned being on Facebook, and she's like, "Hey, I will find you on Facebook." I'm like, "All right, that's good." Uh-oh. She's like, "She's like, well, just so you know, when when I find you, my relationship status is complicated." And to Uh-oh. me, when your relationship status is complicated, that really means you like to cheat Uh-oh. on your partner. That's what that means. Yeah, and it's not very complicated. But she's like, that, "Yeah, that's, that's a buzzword for cheat." <laughs> and I said, "I said, how is it complicated?" And this, this is how such a small town it was. I said, how is it complicated? She said, well, this right here is my boyfriend, and my husband's living out back in the trailer. Oh, wow. Wow. I said, that is uh, complicated. Yeah, I think it is complicated. I think it's complicated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they should have, they should have <laughs> you know, that right. 
Uh, this you have different levels of complicated, like complicated, very complicated. We can't even talk about it. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. This one, this one was just called Watergate. Wow. X-rated. Uh, this is rate X X complicated, triple X complicated. Man. And, then, and this, this, this is a, I'm talking about upstate New York. And then the same show, because, like, these kind of shows, when they take you out afterwards, you're you're a big rock star to them. They take you out. They buy you drinks, whatever you want. I'm in the same place, and I'm talking to somebody. And all I hear over my shoulder, other people said, I heard this lady say, there was a pause, and then I heard this lady say, I, I, I can't believe that some bitch took my roadkill. Are you <laughs> for real? I told the person I was serious? talking to, I told the person I was talking to, I said, you got to excuse me, i got to hear the beginning of this story. Uh-huh. <laughs> and apparently she was talking on the road, and, and she hit this animal, and her uncle was behind her, and pulled over and got the the dead animal before she could, and she that's when she said, "I, I can't believe that some bitch took my road kill." <laughs> wow, that's what that's, I, that's like, what I found up in Malone, New York. That's what I found huh. there. <laughs> that's like the opening of the story. That my well, how did it go again? My my brother got his nipple bit off by a beaver. <laughs> did you ever hear that one on Foxworth? <laughs> oh my gosh, hilarious! Uh, well, that I, I know all about it. I mean. I'm from North Georgia. Like, I'm from the same place they filmed uh, the movie Deliverance, like the same. Oh, same sure. Theory. They filmed it. They they were like, this is where we're going to film the movie. So I know all about uh, those types of people. So I don't know where Utica is specifically, but I assume it's past Albany or around that area? Yeah, yeah it's between Albany and Syracuse. Yeah, it's, it's okay. pretty much... It, Pretty much, almost in the middle of, uh, uh, yeah, Syracuse and Albany, and we are we are pretty uh, refined here. We're not rednecks. It was funny. I was out in Madison County today. <laughs> Madison County's out in the Hicks, and and I'm at this garage that, that you can't even find from the road. It's really funny. There's no sign or anything there, and uh, uh-huh. so, so the only reason I knew about it is because someone told me it's you're going to see a row of trees and you're going to see a, a driveway and it's up there and you're going to see some cars. And I'll tell you what, man. There was like cars up on wheels and stuff. I go in there. They got a oh, Jeff, got a Jeff Foxworthy calendar. I'm like, oh my god. Hey, Paul, someone's here to see you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you might be a redneck. Yeah, it comes out with a shotgun. What do you want, boy? <laughs> what you want, boy? You ain't no, from yeah, here, are you, boy? Yeah. I actually yeah, heard you, someone say that. A cop said that to me in Alabama one time. You're not from around here, these parts, are you, boy? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-oh. Yeah, what gave it away? <laughs> yeah. I've got 32 teeth. What gave it away? <laughs> <laughs> I just spit shine my tooth. We <laughs> about uh, to break my balls. <laughs> they don't like you if you're from New York. I'll tell you that right now. And, and if you are from New York, you could be from anywhere in New York. Like, again, we're pretty close to the Hicks up in the upstate New York. It doesn't matter where you're from in New York. You're from New, you're flagged as being from New York City. So after a while, being down south when I was down there, you just go with it. You just don't even. Right. Yep. Yeah, big city. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's the same <laughs> thing up in California. The West Coast, too. Like, you know, our friends live in Seattle, so we're telling people where we're from, New York. And they're like, wow, I always wanted to go there. I'm like, New York State? <laughs> you want to go cow tipping or <laughs> no, something? No, yeah, I mean, we're not from the city. We're, we're from cow-tipping country. <laughs> oh, God. Our friend of the show, Harry, the satellite guy, you guys accidentally cow-tipped a cow onto his wife, one, well, his ex-wife. Yeah. Yeah, she ex-wife. was not happy. Yeah, he got kicked out of Alabama, so that tells you where, where he's at. Yeah, uh, if you're doing something story, with goats or something. 
Hey, hey guys, guys, this is Justin. I have to, uh, I have to drop off. No problem, oh. man. Take care. Thanks for coming. Hey, right. hey thanks for hey, calling guys, in, dude. If, if you don't mind uh, pumping my website again at some point, justinkellymcclure.com, and uh, maybe I'll call in again some other time. It's been fun. Yeah, sure appreciate thing. it, Hey, dude. thanks for coming in. Take care. Yep, cow tipping. Never how did it. Now it's from cow town. We never did that. What's that? How often are you all broadcasting? Uh, every Thursday, and we're going to do some Wednesdays. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Richard Pryor Jr. is actually up there near you guys. What? Oh, really? Yeah. He, he's in the he, um, Yeah, we, we did a show. Well, we had a show scheduled together about a month ago. It got postponed. I had a surgery, and it postponed. We're actually performing together in August. But here's the kicker. He doesn't do stand-up. No. Really? He, uh, he essentially, he was going to be a celebrity host, come on and do a couple stories about his dad or a couple stories about his wife. And uh, yeah. he, he sings jazz and he acts. But he it took him a long time, my understanding is, to even use the name Richard Pryor Jr. He kind of kept the lid on it. Wow. Really? So it's kind of a strange him. story. He's he's got kind of a kind of an odd story, but he's yeah, a great yeah. guy. He's a really nice guy, and uh, yeah, he makes sure he some some stuff with you all. Yeah, mm. that'd be cool. Yeah, man. you, you might have just gained you might have just gained platinum membership status here on the show, buddy. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you know what that means? That means absolutely nothing. But boy, does that sound cool or what? <laughs> well, let's, you know, there's a we've actually had a pretty good run of celebrity comics down. I, that's why I was asking about the comedy zone for you guys. You mentioned mm-hmm. that Utica show, and right. uh, this booker that I work for in Lynchburg here, he's been really. I mean, this guy. I don't. I don't know how he does it, but he can pull a comedian, a celebrity comedian, at the drop of a dime. He, uh, really? you know, John Hinton from Living Single. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was due to be here a few weeks back. I was going to open for him. We get the okay. call that his mother was sick, couldn't perform. Within 30 minutes, he had Dustin Diamond booked on a plane heading here. Really? Now, I'm not going to tell you that Dustin Diamond was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, he he regurgitated regurgitated some Sam Kennison poorly. But, you know, it was. And then, uh, you know, we, God, you know, I I haven't been doing stand-up very long at all, and he's already put me up in front of Jimmy Walker, uh, Dustin Diamond, Kevin Meany, John Reed. He's calling a name, you know. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. He told me it was kind of cool. Bobby Lee. I mean, yeah. the guy's pulling some strokes. Really? I don't know. He may be somebody to get with in regards to putting a show together. Um, there. Yeah, absolutely, man. He's um. Well, matter of fact, I was going to do a show with John Witherspoon tonight, and I just I didn't make it down to Charlotte to do it. But he's putting me in front of Steve O, which again I don't know. Man. Okay. We'll see. Um, he he might be in contact. Um, who are you connected with on Facebook, Mike Bova or me, Rob Thresher? Hey, I'm, uh, I believe I'm connected with you, but I'm connected. I don't know that I'm connected through my comedy pages. What is funny? I've actually uh, I do a marketing really? page called Roanoke's Vest. Uh huh. And okay, I know that I'm sounds familiar with, to me. With you, Rob, on that, and that's how yeah. I was actually working on it when I saw this today. But wow, I don't know that uh, I don't know that I'm connected with either of you guys on All right. my well, comedy page. Um. Wow. Well, I'm, actually, yeah, email, I'm, would you? I'm, Rob, I'm connected with you. 
Yeah, we'll connect with you. So send me a Facebook uh, message, and we'll connect up all our social networks, and we'll work on this together. You know, we're we're striking yeah. a deal, right? This is how deals happen, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I'll tell you, it's funny. Somebody told me a long time ago, I was a professional wrestler, semi-pro semi level when I got out of high school for seven years. And wow. I never got a gig, never got a break that I didn't put my own foot in the door. Same thing happened with comedy. And I mean, it's hard sure. to throw this stuff together. I mean, it's sure. Right. It's, it's amazingly hard. But, yeah, I know there's yeah. a, a ton of guys here that would, would hit Utica in a second. I mean, wow. Nice. There you go. Nice. Yeah, yeah. we, we, uh, we and that's the kind of take off on road trips everywhere, so. Right. Wow. That's very cool. Yeah. I was actually thinking about, I was talking to the Stanley Theater tonight, I was thinking about doing a Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night comedy festival. Because I don't want to do just, like, a couple of nights. Oh, yeah, and wise guys. You know, I know Wise Guys in Syracuse does, like, 30, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights. And I love to have, like, five comedians per night. And then, you know, you get 20 comedians at this comedy festival, and we do it every year. And you know what? If it's successful in Utica, we can maybe do it in Albany, Syracuse, Rochester, Buffalo, wherever that is across upstate New York. Because I, I wouldn't mind doing have these you, things. Uh, have either of you ever heard of Sid Davis? Uh, yeah. yeah. Sid Davis actually uh, worked down here, and it's hilarious. He he would be a golden bring Don Cooper. There's a few guys down here that... For whatever reason, I've never gotten a lot of work in New York. You know, mm -hmm. it might be fresh mm -hmm. meat. It might be. It, mm -hmm. It's definitely a pool down here for you guys to tap into. Oh, nice. Right. There you go. Hey, you, That's very cool. Do you have a website? Do you have a website that people can go to? Uh, mine is down right now. I'm actually in the process of updating over the next couple of days, but it is jeremymetter.com. And what I can do, I can send you the uh, the link. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm I'm on Facebook two ways. One is the Jeremy Metter, and the other one is just Jeremy Metter. And okay. you can hit me either place. Yeah. I tell you what, if you send me send me both of those, I know the Roanoke one because it's the only thing I have that's called Roanoke. I know, I'm pretty sure that's. If you yeah. just send me a message, I'll forward it to you, Mike. We'll get all this. Uh, we'll get yeah. all of us connected up here. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of guys down here that when I actually, I guess, I, I, you know, back and forth with you. I want to say a couple of months ago when you. Maybe you just started doing the show. I don't remember. Could be, yeah, a new, and I the never new format. Back with you, and I brought it up to a couple of guys down here, and they they loved the idea. And then we yeah. all just got busy with our own schedules, mm -hmm. and you know, bookings come up. Yeah, life you know, happens me, while you're making your plans, right? Yeah, well, and for me, you know, it, it's ironic and kind of ridiculous the way this fell. I've done, I hosted a radio show for a long time, did a webcast, but I never did stand up till back in April. And immediately, it just booking after booking, and it just kind of, you know, it was never meant to be a full time gig. But here in the next couple of months, right. it'll probably be a full time gig. <laughs> there so you go. Yeah. It's you know, I don't think I'll eat any better, pay any more bills, but maybe I'll be able to do it full time and, and stick with it. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's what happens. Yeah, we can, you know, you got the full time gig to pay the bills, and then you do what you like to do and hope to get paid for it. That's how life goes. Right. That's all. Right. We can help yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll send you a I'll send you a link here shortly, and uh, uh, just hit me up and let me know what you guys need. Sure. And then uh, I'll get yeah. you patched up and together with Richard Pryor Jr. as well. Nice. See if that helps you guys out. Yeah, that might. <laughs> he's up here in this area. You think? You know where yeah, he's he is? In you New York say? City. Oh, oh okay, in, yeah. In, in, okay. Yeah, he. Uh, matter of fact, he was just here a few nights ago. He did a show. He sang down here with a with a blues or jazz band. And uh, we oh, went wow. back and forth for quite some time, and the show we were going to do together got canceled. But he, um, I know he's, he's supposed to come back down and work with us again in August or September. 
and he's uh he's also going to come down and guest spot on a webcast that some buddies of mine do. So he's very yeah. accessible, very approachable, just altogether nice guy. Very cool. Awesome. Now my mind is racing. <laughs> oh yeah. I can't get back to I'm like wow, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah, we def we definitely need something. I mean it's it's like Mike and I say all the time, we're working on this thing called the UNY Progress and, and what our our objective is is to turn upstate New York and really the whole state of New York. Actually I believe I'm connected to that. I believe I'm connected to the UNY Progress. Mike, sure, there you go. Yeah, we only invited about 90,000 people. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure as soon as you said that, that rang a bell, and it may be through the Roanoke's best site. Probably. Mm-hmm. It probably is. Matter of fact, I was probably connecting with you because I, I love that new Facebook thing where you, where you you can browse as a, your page. Yeah. Yeah. So so I can browse as UNY Progress or as Cyber Village, the other thing I'm working on or whatever. And when you like things, I'll tell you what, if you just just like the crap out of things. And I'll tell you, you know, I get five, 6,000 active users a month in there just from that. Well, that, and I found but, something, too. The way that the like pages are set up now, it's harder to get likes. I don't know if people think you're spamming them or what's going on with it, but, right. you know, I've, I've had a lot more luck just getting friends to hit the yeah. friend page than the like page. My like page might have 100 and some hit, hit but I've got uh-huh. 2,500 friends. It's, yeah, yeah. And you just can't, for whatever reason, you can't get them to convert over to that other page because right. it's, it's so much easier to have a like page. You have so much less BS to deal with. So right. much, you know. So that that's kind of a struggle. But Facebook's a necessary evil. It's it's probably the strongest networking tool right now. That, that oh, it is. Here, no I have a it. prediction for you. I have a prediction for you guys that you're not going to believe. What's that? Maybe you will. In within one to two years. Mm-hmm. Facebook is going to be as desolate as MySpace. Oh, I'm sure. Google Plus Google. One. Have you seen that thing? Google, what is that? Have you seen Google Plus One? No. No. I recently met a guy who he knows some people that are really high up. People who he gets phone calls from, from people at places like that you've heard of, Google and Facebook and all these guys. And, and, uh, he's using he's using Facebook, but he said the limitations far outweigh the p- potential in there, and it's kind of ironic because of you know because Facebook is a, is a success story online, and yet they they limit you at every turn. Yeah. It's like what can't you let me get successful online? <laughs> what the hell, Facebook? <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, I saw I saw what was her name? It was um, the Social Networking Academy. Google that the Social Networking Academy. She's got two like hour-long videos, and right now Google Plus One is all filled up. But when you see this thing, you know how Google does things. It doesn't sure. play around. It looks at we just like what I said we do. We take other things and we evolve, make them better. Well, that's what right. Google's doing, and they're going to have, it's going to be like Facebook to the 10th power. Wow. Wow. It is amazing. The stuff, I, I only watched one of the two videos, and I had so much in my head after that, I had to get the hell off it. But well, they have Google's classic for buying up other ideas, too. Like, what is it um, oh, called? Yeah. Uh, About Me? Have you seen that one? Yeah. yeah. The kid developed it and had it online for, like, 24 hours. They paid him a few million yeah. dollars for it. Oh, yeah, sure. If, they, if, they, if, they're, if they're wizards in that place, if they say, like, this is the next big thing, I just recently I know a guy who who was 
actually offered money from them after a couple of years of working on. I think I told you about this, Mike. Yeah. Uh, I can't say his name about because I said the word purchase, but <laughs> but um, you might hear him on the radio show in the next few months. I don't know; it's possible. But but he he literally is in what I would consider. To, you know how they show the S curve where you you gradually the ten years you're gradually growing and growing. And like Justin said, it's about ten years. Bill Gates was broke for ten years, by the way, not broke yeah. broke like some people, but it's ten years to get the little pit. You're going up and up and up, and then bam. Whatever you did, whatever you've been doing, something hits the fan and you get that that exponential spike upwards and then you're slowly growing and growing again after that. It's called the S curve. Well this is this guy what wasn't even on the that exponential arch yet. And like you said, uh you know, Google already tried to buy it. So you know you know he turned it down. So Wow. I would have yeah. sold out like a prostitute. <laughs> There's the thing. You know they got a billion dollar company. Come up with something else. It's almost like when Google makes the offer, you're like, "Well, you buy for ten or twenty million now, just because you made the offer." I know it's going to be a billion dollar company. Uh, It has certain features that like makes like you know search marketing type of features that makes Mm -hmm. the Google bot go nuts the way that he handles things. So you wow. do a post somewhere, it posted in hundreds of other places simultaneously, and it's 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 pure genius. It really is. That's a sweet deal. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> but uh, good stuff. Yeah. Once Google offers to buy, I'll tell you what. I'm 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 with you guys on this one. Google offered to Google offered to buy my Nissan Sentra for five grand. I'd go ahead and sell it to them right now. Oh yeah, they can buy me. I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I put a big I'm old not. Google tattoo on my back. <laughs> Jesus, the government I'll have a Google, me now. I'll have a Google out, tramp man. stamp at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Get a oh, tramp yeah. stamp that says Google. Tattoo my, tattoo my left hip. Google. <laughs> tattoo the kids. <laughs> What's That's going not on? a bad idea. I could actually. We got to put Google on your forehead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah actually, they already uh, have. No, I may do that. I may sell panels of my body and just make sure I put MySpace on my ass so that everybody knows. That's there you go. <laughs> that may not That's be a, a good one. bad deal. <laughs> I think I'm on to something. What was it? One guy was going to change his name. Well, what the hell was the deal? I can't remember. Somebody was going to change their name. To, they were going to get paid to change their name and the judge turned them down or something. I don't know. They were pretty popular on one of the social networks and and some company was going to pay him to change his name to their company name or something like that. I don't oh, know what geez. it was. But he got well, what about out. the guy that, that he, uh, someone bet him like $150,000 he wouldn't get breast implants and kept them for a year? Mm. You remember that guy? <laughs> no, I don't remember that one. No. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> That's a oh, good God, one. He, and he's done all kinds of crazy stuff. Like uh, he lived in a bathroom for half a year. He He's done ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but he got C-cup implants. And the bet was that he would keep, he would not keep them for a year. He kept them for a year, and the bet was that the guy that you know put the bet on had to pay for it. And when wow. the year came up, he refused to take them out. He oh. said he got so much attention that he kept them. I was like, my gosh. Oh yeah, you know, I, I do remember this now. What did I see that on? I saw it on a show. Um, I can't remember his name to save my life, but I guarantee you, Google, you know, man with boob job, he's going to pop up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, you know what? I'm it matters to be the worst experience of your life. Yeah. <laughs> what you're saying, Rob, you're, you're, you're sat on the boob tube somewhere. 
Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. I don't care. And then the, do this it. basketball player, who was it? Uh, was it R? Was the name that just changed his name to something ridiculous? The know. NBA guy, uh, Artest. Yeah. Oh, Ron Artest. Did he change his name to something like World Peace or something? Oh, right. It, it was something he was doing. I can't remember what it was. Like uh, he was going to change his name to World Peace or something. And yeah. I was just thinking, oh my god, what an idiot! You know? Yeah. Why not? But you know what? Here's, here's the cool thing. Tell me here's how the much. Cool thing about, Let me think about it. <laughs> yeah, here's the cool thing about changing your name to World Peace, right? When yeah. they have those beauty pageants and they say, I pray for World <laughs> Peace, it's like they're praying for him. <laughs> All right, I thought maybe you were going to go with they're a, they're a world. Uh, oh, never mind. What do we got? What else we got? <laughs> a peace, a world peace. Yeah. Hey, world what's going on over there? I'm going to Google this now. Google man with implants. Let's see. And I'll actually send you guys, uh, I'll, I'll hit you up and get you to send me an address. I'll send you a couple of our shirts. Yes. We uh, oh, we yeah. got a lot of help for it. I wore a shirt on stage one night, and it just said hecklers should be, it says uh, hecklers will be shot, survivors will be shot twice. Uh, <laughs> I try to wear it That's everywhere I can where there's a really, yeah, really <laughs> tense crowd, but. I may have to back off that and just give them away. <laughs> it hasn't worked out. Yeah. But yeah, man, I think I think you all would do really good to do a comedy festival like that up there. I think that'd be Absolutely. Yeah. Because we could get uh, Jack Hero. I mean, every one of the comedians one. that we'll get, I mean, people, you know, people will uh, will know and they'll have a following. Plus, plus, we're going to market the heck out of it. Yeah, right. And I've actually got a connection to Bill Kennison too. I don't know that he wouldn't be above coming out and doing some kind of appearance or getting on the really? show with you guys and talking about Sam. Yeah, I mean, oh, God. he hasn't mind, me? he hasn't minded for the last several years taking those last meat of, last bit of meat off his body. So I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing my favorite bit with him is the one. <laughs> Hello, you there? Send him luggage. You gotta move. <laughs> the world hunting grows in sand. Yeah, he says. You know, it's gonna be on a hundred years. Sand. Uh, uh, yeah, it's still gonna be sand. Yeah, he uh, grows here. Move. Here it is, Michael. Oh no, wait. What's the other one? Man with the man with a hundred thousand dollar breast. <laughs> Born in yeah. 1961 in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Brian Zembic. Is a professional gambler who specializes yeah, in blackjack, uh, backgammon, and accepting outrageous wagers. He's wow. most known for accepting $100,000 to get breast implants and keep them for a year. The, the, the wager is discussed in the book, The Man with the $100,000 Breast, written by Michael Koenig. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you oh, make that lick Lord. how you can, I guess. <laughs> I don't... How about Google knew how to type in, too? When I got <laughs> when I typed man, let's see, let's see, it was I typed man, man with breast implants, and Google said, and Google guessed the the bet word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it Google's all too familiar with the deal. Brian Zembic. Yeah. Now I could use hundred grand. I don't know that I could need it that. Hundred grand. Yeah, yeah. No, there's other ways to get hundred grand than getting breast implants. Well, that, and I don't think, my biggest, I guess my biggest hold back would be I'd never leave the house. I'd, I'd probably be really unproductive. Yeah. I'd probably stay in my room with, with Jurgens and a tub of Gatorade and probably go at it. I, I don't think I'd be worth anything. 
Look at it this way, though. You're getting paid a hundred grand. Oh, forget about it. Uh, yeah. Let's move on. Hey, listen, I'd rather spend a buck and take my chance with chances with the lottery. You know what I mean? A dollar in a dream. I don't trust. I, the thing is, I would keep waking up and telling myself no. Yeah. Get your hands up. Come on, you pig. Oh, uh, it's me. God, what do I do? Uh, your wife would be like, those things are pretty nice. What are you jealous? She'd be, she'd be like, "Do you think you think you think your breasts are, are nicer than mine?" And you're like, "No, honey, of course not." Uh, yeah, mine are guess, forty years newer. I guess it, I guess it sucks to get busted looking at your own pits. Jeez. Uh, yeah, mine are nicer than yours, but mine are more expensive. <laughs> yeah, my cost. Well, no, they didn't cost me anything actually. Hold yeah. on a minute here. <laughs> no, she'd be jealous that she didn't get the new boobs. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. How dare, dare you? <laughs> you guys know who Johnny Valiant is? Oh yeah. Who's that? Johnny Valiant, the WWE Hall of Fame wrestler. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, I tell you what, he's up there next to you guys too. And when I told you I used to wrestle, I wrestled for seven years when I got out of high school. His, well, his quote-unquote brother Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jimmy yeah. Valiant actually lives here. He's the one that trained me. And he was really? telling me that Johnny is doing stand-up. That's what he does now. Get out. Yeah, Johnny Vane is uh, doing stand-up in New York. I don't know if he's any good, but he, um, Boogie, yeah. well, I call him Boogie, Jimmy Vane, had told mm-hmm. us that that's what he's doing now. He actually brought him down here to his wrestling camp, I don't know, about six months ago, and I, I didn't go up and talk to him. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's what he does. He's in New York City doing stand-up. Wow. That'd be cool, yeah. Wow. And I can actually, uh, I'll try to get Boogie on the phone tonight and talk to him and kind of get a number. And if not, I've got a number for Jimmy Valiant. You can call him directly. I'll right. uh, I'll dig it out later on. <laughs> yeah, anything that I can okay. do to get some of these guys on the show, I mean, if it'll help you out, wow. I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah, for it. sure, man. Yeah, no, there for you sure go. You just solidified your platinum membership here. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's just, it's just like that, mo- that uh, show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? You know, the game where the points don't matter. Well, Membership doesn't really matter with us, but... Uh, yeah, you know, but I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. <laughs> a really funny story about Jimmy Valiant was, you know, his tag team partner for years was Rocky Johnson. Mm-hmm. That is Dwayne Johnson, The Rock's father. Oh, really? And we, uh, we were watching, we, were, we had just got done wrestling camp some years ago, and I guess Dwayne just had started doing the acting bit, and he was on Letterman. And mm-hmm. Letterman asked him, said, who was your favorite professional wrestler of all time as a kid? And without hesitation, he said, Jimmy Valiant. And I guess that kind of shook Letterman because, you know, nobody even knows who Jimmy Vane is anymore. For the most part, you're not mainstream guys. And he right. said, well, why is that? He said, well, Boogie would get on TV and he would cut a promo. And he said, it would last five or ten minutes. And he said, and you couldn't understand the damn word he was saying, but at the end of it, you were pretty sure that a felony was going to be committed at Madison Square Garden that night. <laughs> and, you know, he'll get on that radio show and he'll, same thing, man, he will ramble. You won't get a chance to talk. But he... <laughs> He's hot. He's hot for a show, man. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. But yeah, anything I can do to help you guys out, I'll shoot you my Beautiful. I'll shoot you my phone number and that, and uh, I'll definitely stay in touch yeah. with you guys. I, I wish you well. This is a really good thing y'all are doing. Oh, oh thanks, cool, man. I'm so glad you called. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I've been meaning to, but I've never known when you guys were. You know, I'm, I hit Facebook yeah. when I hit it. I'm so focused on the task at hand that I don't really look at a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, I right. Just right. so happened, <clears throat> I just was getting ready to log out, and it said live now. And I thought, you got to be kidding. Finally, I can actually get in touch with Oh, there you go. 
Yeah. So that was that nice. post was actually blast. you had a good time. So that was perfect yeah. timing. I sent that blast out like, well, about four seconds before I started too. So that, there you go. That's uh, good to know. Marketing okay. data right there. Well, we got about thirty seconds left. We're just going to mention the uh, from the live airtime. Then we'll just BS for a few more minutes afterwards. And sure. as everyone knows, it's downloadable via iTunes or about a hundred different ways through Block Talk Radio. It's a very nice portal, by the way, Block Talk Radio. But enough about that. We got a buyer of gold and silver dot com. He's a very, yep. very. Uh, um, he's a Christian, honest guy. He's a good guy. He will give you. He will give you the maximum that you can get for gold and silver. Right. The max. And we're out. Peace out. So we're done live now. We're just recording. So uh, it went pretty well. Yeah, for sure, man. You know? So you all started out as just a, a business talk, right? Yeah, mo- yeah. Mo- I was interviewing business people. I was looking mostly for entrepreneurs, people like book authors. I had a nice little panel of three or four book authors. Um, mm-hmm. We got another caller on the line. Oh, I think Justin came back in. Hold on, Justin. I'll get you right in here. Um yeah, we basically I was doing it. I was interviewing. Uh, uh, really, the reason I did it was a learning experience. I really, really, really wanted to talk to people that had been successful in business and um, and not even business, just authors. I would have in because authors people don't really understand. Authors are. Um, oh, I have a. I'm sorry, I have another person on hold here too. 44 seconds. But um, authors are self-promoters, and self-promoters are people that tend to be like business starters, business owners. Comedians are self-promoters. You might get a publication company for your book, but guess what? The first thing you find out, the first hard lesson you find out when you write a book and you're all excited because you you got a publisher, publisher does not have the word marketing in it. Oh, yeah. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. Nobody will ever market your product like you will market your product. No. That's another thing is nobody will ever talk you up the way you talk no yourself up. No matter how much people can't talk them, no matter – it's just one of those things because the only person that believes in your product the way that you do is you. Right. You got it. And it's very hard to get people on board who believe the same way as you do. Here we go. we got a caller on line three. How you doing? Hello? 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 England calling. Hello? Yeah, you're on the air with – Mike Bover, Rob Rasher. Hey, Mike. This is Tina. Yes, it is. I finally got through. You do not know how much trouble I've been going through trying to get connection to get through to you. Wow, really? <laughs> oh, oh my God. Uh-oh. I cannot believe I'm actually on here. I am sitting at Cass Lake going crazy, a dead phone, no Internet, no Facebook. I'm leaving you guys. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> cool, cool. You're in God's country. Are you Did working tonight, Justin? or are you? Justin actually took off about what, what time? He took off about seven twenty-seven or somewhere around there. Yeah. But, oh, uh, you're killing me! Oh my God, yeah. I don't want to kill myself. Nah, you're no, not. Don't, no, don't do that. <laughs> Just, although <laughs> Justin will, it, it, Justin, Justin will turn it give into you material. Ways to do it. He'll give you a hundred and one ways to do it. Don't please don't do it. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Yeah. I promise yeah. to change your mind. <laughs> well, you know no, what I do is I caught, I caught the last couple minutes of the show, and I promised I was going to call. Yep. There you go. There you go. You know what I can and do is I'll send you the link so you can download it, and you can listen to Justin on the show and everything. So it won't be live, but it'll be Memorex. Oh, no, we're going to get a call uh-huh. from Memorex. No. <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell's that? 
What's a Memorex? Well, I'm glad I did at least get through. And, Mike, I will catch you, and I will catch your seminars, and I will see you later, dear. Okay, take care. Good All right, thank you, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. That was Tina Cheesebro from uh, Little Jack's Pizza Shack in Canastota. <laughs> Pretty Very cool. Very nice. Yeah, she's a, she's, Very a, nice. she's a cool lady. If I call from so, down here, is it 30 minutes or it's free? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. See, the thing is, I think Domino's, what happened was is people were calling them on their cell phone. And they're like, hey, try to catch me in 30 minutes or less. <laughs> I'll give you my geo tag. Find me. Yeah, yeah. I'm heading down Route 26. If you can, Domino. Right. Yeah. Okay. 30 minutes or less. Okay. What are you driving? I'm driving a BMW. Yeah, we're not going to catch you. Pizza's free. I think they're going to give away free pizzas. And here's the thing with Domino's, though. You know what? Like, I swear to God, Little Caesars and Chuck E. Cheese are tied for the worst pizza in the world. And Domino's has stepped up their game. Now they're doing like large pizzas for 5.99 with a couple toppings. And you know what, dude? We had a pizza from there. It was the bomb. The bomb. It is. I know. They changed everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's good pizza. But, I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, but Chuck E. Cheese. you all have a BC's pizza chain up there? What is it? The what? BC's pizza buffet chain? <laughs> I, thought he said, I thought he said feces pizza. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, dude. I thought it was a joke. Yeah, that would be a crappy experience. <laughs> no, that, it's like... Uh, what kind of pizza would you like? I'll take the scat special. <laughs> oh, oh Chee -chee. Oh, guys, I'm, I'm getting a call. I got to jump off. I tell you what, I'll hit you guys up. Um, yeah, hit us up, and I'll definitely stay in touch. All right, man. All right, guys. Thanks for calling. Good luck to you. Call. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I thought he said feces pizza. I'm thinking, oh, that just doesn't sound good. Oh, dude, I had a feces pizza yesterday. That shit <laughs> yeah. was great. Oh, man. Yeah, and for toppings, uh, I like corn. Um. <laughs> oh, dude, I thought he said the same thing. What did he say? You're like, is this sausage out there? You're like, no, it's not sausage. <laughs> did you order feces pizza? People that are, are older than they have hearing aids that don't work and everything. That's why they have to have yeah. fun. They're always. You ever notice old people are always smiling? That's why. Yeah, because yeah, they hear what they want to hear. Right. Did he say pizza? That's hysterical. <laughs> oh man, it's too bad that was that part wasn't live. But we'll, we'll have to uh, we'll have to use that as a clip, man. What feces? Yeah, no Feces pizza, are you freaking drunk? <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I'll pass. To be, you'd have to be really drunk at 2 o'clock in the morning when everything's closed. Yeah. Oh, you know it's really funny? Only, you know there's only one thing open, boys. Yeah. <laughs> feces. Oh, like Taco I'm's... Bell, which is like feces on a roll. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. Here's the choices late at night, right? You got Taco Bell. You got American Diner, Denny's open twenty four seven, or feces pizza, and you're like, you know what? I'm so hungry right now, I could eat a. Yeah, feces pizza doesn't sound too bad now. No, because 
a Taco Bell should have the word feces in it somewhere. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you a Taco Bell story. I, I actually couldn't eat a Taco Bell for a whole year. Here's what happened. To me, oh. the grossest thing, dude, it's, it's even grosser than feces, thinking about feces pizza, is I don't like, no. eating, I don't like eating hair in my food. So oh. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm eating the taco. Supreme, okay, and you're talking about sour no. sour cream in there no. and everything. And about halfway through, I get a hair, and it's not no. one of those small no. hairs. It's one I keep pulling, and it's about uh. three feet long. I'm like, did cousin, did cousin it make my taco or what? Cousin friggin' it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, are you kidding me, dude? I couldn't. First time I drove by there, I was gagging. <laughs> you know, it's right around the corner from me. I drove by the place every day. Every day for a year, I would gag. <laughs> Uh, Can you picture cousin it with a, with a hair nut on all the way? No. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh my How's god. Taco. Any hair in it? <laughs> so I, so I, compl- I complain oh. to them. And they're like, "What are you complaining about? Did we charge you extra?" I'm like, "Well, you uh, won the prize." <laughs> yeah. You're the hundredth person to get a hair in their taco. Uh, uh, Today. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh God! I'm gonna throw. You know, and the worst part is, if it is a really long one and you try to swallow it, it oh, takes like dude. four or five swallows, <laughs> or you got to pull it from the back of your throat. Yeah, it's okay. almost a guaranteed vomit. Yeah. So, the, so the next time, so the next time I went there, I, I swear to God, I couldn't go there for years. So I said, you know what? Let me try it out. You know what I would do? I would comb through the taco. I would. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> I brought a hairbrush. Like friggin' 
like no tomorrow they're they're whipped and beaten and chained yeah. until they say that phrase after right. everything. Would yeah. you? <laughs> it's like an army of Taco Bell robots. Would you like hot mild or fart? They probably say that in their sleep. <laughs> Honey, you're talking in your sleep. What did they say? Would you say, would you like any hot, mild, or fire sauce with that? <laughs> would you Would you like a shamrock shake today? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, don't try to upsell me at McDonald's. You know what's really funny? That I walked in McDonald's. They're like, hi, welcome to McDonald's. What would you like today? I'm like, stop saying Mick, okay? <laughs> I'd make like if you Mick spoke Mick friggin' English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, this is not a Scottish place, okay? Hello, welcome to McDonald's. How may I help you today? Would you like to yes, fries and Yeah. I'm gonna mix I your butt. I'd like you to mix talk Mick English. Yeah. Right. You Mick douche. Don't treat me like I'm nine. You're not gonna sell me crap because you say Mick in front of everything. Right. Oh, speaking of McDonald's, I put a. If you go to funnybusiness.cybervillage.com, I put a. Did you see the thing I put off the New York State Police? They have. No. <laughs> I can only imagine They're police officers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a McDonald's sign that says over two bills. Oh, hey, speaking of that, I gotta yeah. tell you something. Anybody, oh, no. <laughs> anybody driving through New York, if you're going up Route 12. Yeah. And and I, from what I'm told, it wouldn't be considered appropriate to say to to tell people to inform people via, say, the Internet or whatever, where the police roadblocks are or where the police are pulling oh. people over. So really? I have a new – so here's what I'm going to tell you. So what, <laughs> what I'm going to say is that last weekend when I tell you that every road, if you're going north from Utica, I won't say where, mm-hmm. when I tell you that we were being very heavily, <laughs> very heavily protected and served mm-hmm. <laughs> on Route 12 – Going north of Utica, but I can't say exactly where. Mm-hmm. Holy mackerel! Yeah. When I when I tell you, and they're, and they're all in on it now. You right. got just before just before you leave the Utica borders, you got the UPD. I won't say exactly where because we're all twelve mm-hmm. is pretty long through Utica. Right. <laughs> the UPD, the state troopers, the sheriff, mm-hmm. they are very very heavily protecting and serving you up yeah. in that vicinity. So. Right. <laughs> Let yep. that be a again. Listen, the best bet is when you're in New York, go the speed limit, have your car inspected. Mm-hmm. Um, have your courtesy bill paid up today. Have your courtesy tap paid up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of an inside joke. We uh, Mike invented the, cur- the courtesy tax in New York. So what happens is you don't get so many tickets because you have a right. little sticker that you put on. So you don't do that police benevolent stuff. That never really worked anyway. Nobody believed yeah. that. You put a little sticker, little courtesy, New York State courtesy department sticker. And what that is is it allows you to use the highways and byways of New York pretty much 99% uh, unintruded, I would say. Wouldn't you say about 99%? Yeah, I think so. Maybe... Maybe ninety five. You'd have to be doing something pretty bad to get pulled over in the ticket. Something really that bad, way. yeah. You you'd have to be hauling ass through New York. <laughs> you, you know, you deserve it at that point. But here's the thing, even if you do get pulled over with the courtesy sticker, <laughs> you probably only get you're only gonna get like I opened up my door in heavy traffic kind of a deal. So it's not yeah. bad. It's not a moving it's never a moving violation. Right. As long as you're paid up with what happens if you're not paid up? 
Oh, if you're not paid up, I forget. You're gonna get more. You're yeah. gonna get more than one violation. That's for sure. Oh, no doubt. They're gonna knock yeah. a light out on the back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just busted off the headlight. Yep. No one knows but you and me. <laughs> and they're not gonna believe you. No. Nope. Ain't no judge in the world gonna believe you over me. No. Mr. Courtesy Department not having his bill paid up to date. <laughs> yeah. Instead, of, all the all the cops in New York instead of having a badge, it's just gonna be a courtesy department sticker. <laughs> it's gonna look like mall cops. Oh. Courtesy <laughs> department. I'm you, it's man. so much better. I heard four commercials today coming home. I swear to you, this is true. I heard four commercials on the radio, all of them paid for by some sort of government agency uh-huh. or or a, a group who's trying to get us to do things. You had everything from the Feed the Pig where it does the commercial and says, and your lottery number is five, and that's not your number. You know, it says, mm-hmm. it's basically saying don't use the lottery as a retirement plan. It's basically saying the lottery is... is, is uh, is not a wise financial decision. Then, I kid you not, two commercials after that, there's a lottery commercial. Oh. Yeah, there you go. All being paid with our tax dollars, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> then after that was a, a, a medical grant for, for parents with, with um, you know, kids that have medical problems that aren't covered under the regular medical plan. Here's New York now, mm-hmm. again, running an ad to give away money. Are you kidding me? And yeah. then the next one was something about wannaplaymusic.com, some music. But, but the, it wasn't one of them, like an entrepreneurial, like a real business. None of the commercials were real businesses. Huh. What the hell's going on? I don't what know. is that? You know, on the one hand, they don't want you to smoke. On the other hand, they're, they're paying, are buying books for our kids with this, <laughs> the taxes That's, from the listen, smokers. It's like, what, are listen, you kidding me? Th- those are your hard-working tax dollars at work. That's all. That's good. You know, well, you know what's really funny is, is, I believe it was New York State was was doing the, one of the WalMarts. I'm not going to say which Walmart, but what happened was, is <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at a diner across the street, and he goes, the guy says, "Geez, look at that, they're they're striping the lines twice," and I said, "What?" Wow. He goes, "Yeah, they striped that- the lines, and then Walmart came through, and then you know they had a, a company come and just and uh, seal everything up." Seal, seal up the the, uh, the blacktop and cover it over the lines, and then New York State had to come back and, and restripe the lines. What? What? Goes, yeah. What? Goes, Is that a waste of money? I said, dude. I said, I'd like to go over there right now and interview him and say, hey, I'm Mike Bova from the Madison County Courier. What are you guys working on today? You know, what are you guys working on? Oh, we're just striping the lines. Is this the second time you've done it? I mean, are you guys going to do it till you get it right or what? You know those workers. You know those workers would have been straight up too. They'd be like, yeah. Yeah, we've been here twice this week. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, hey, man, job security, right? Hey, yeah, yeah high five, dude. <laughs> After this, we're going out for a feces pizza. <laughs> yeah, bro, give me a knuckle explosion on that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> knuckle touch. Yeah, feces pizza. I got paid twice, yo. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, you know what would be really funny, man? Oh, yeah. my God, I know. <laughs> We should do a we should do a viral video now on feces pizza. Uh, it's feces pizza. Mmm, yum. I still don't know what he said. Do you? No, I think it was like maybe BCs or something like that. Or oh, 
Yeah, we'll have to check out and see, like, you know, what what chain is like. Do a, do a Google right. search and do, like, BC's Pizza or something. Watch. I'm, watch. Google's yeah. going to know. Watch. Let's see how smart Google really is. I'm going to say, rhymes with feces pizza, I'm going to write and see if it gets it. Dude, you know what? If, Ready? If, Here. if the American Google search engine doesn't get it, go to the Russian one. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, I'm typing on the wrong keyboard. i got too many computers going on here. There you go. Oh, here we go. Feces you ever pizza? do that? I got the laptop and I got the regular computer, and yeah. every time I want to type something on the laptop, I hit the keyboard. <laughs> right. Let's see. Rhymes. Oh, how do you spell rhymes? R-H-Y-M-E-S. Rhymes with... No. That's not what I want. Rhymes with snitch. <laughs> That's what Google's <laughs> guessing right now. Google, Google's guessing rhymes. I, I type rhymes W. Google, Google's guessing rhymes, rhymes with orange. Rhymes with hmm. snitch. <laughs> oh. Rhymes with you and rhymes with me. Okay. Let's go Google. Rhymes with... Let's see. Oh, there I, do, there I go again. Rhymes with... Let's see. You, let me, life. Rhymes with orange, a comic by Hillary Price. That sounds fun. We'll go there later. Rhymes with feces pizza. Dude, we got to do a segment of the show. Hey, what can we find on Google today? <laughs> it certainly rhymes with feces for a reason. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's see what that one is. I don't think this is. Oh, it, oh is it? It's feces. CC's pizza. Is that what it is? CC's? And it says in here, you know, because I said, I said, I said, Chi-Chi's, and then I'm like, that's not pizza. That's freaking so. But yeah, yeah, so I type rhymes with CC's pizza. <laughs> and it popped up CC's pizza? It says, I just ate at CC's pizza. And then number two, and then number three is the, the subtext is, it certainly rhymes with feces for a reason. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <clears throat> that is funny. I'll have the number two. I, <laughs> what's that? Yeah, feces pizza. I'll have the number two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were asking about number two. That's yeah. also feces pizza. Yeah, yeah Jimbo, we need a number for two. for a reason. That's number yeah. two, too. Let's uh, see what number one is. I just ate at CC's Pizza. Let's see. <laughs> it's some sort of board. I made it's probably the third one. No, that's not. <laughs> it's feces pizza. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, isn't there anyone in their marketing department or their communications, maybe? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Rhymes with. Oh yeah, same, same thing. Oh no! If you click on number one, the number one mm-hmm. return. If you type rhymes with feces pizza, mm-hmm. do do it. I'm not going to say anything. Just do it. Click on the first result. I guess there's a reason why CC's runs with CC's. The pizza looks horrible. Oh. And it's got a picture. Dude, go there. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Their buffalo pizza is awesome, it says, but you know what? Their meatball, not so good. It. Sausage, not so good. <clears throat> buffalo pizza is awesome, but I swear to God, if you look at it, you will never eat it. Ever. Really? You might as well lay a freaking big-ass long hair across the top of that thing. Uh, <laughs> it look good. Wow. Bonus. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, man. There you go. Funny stuff, dude. Yeah, we, you got to bust that. Madison County Courier. 
If you live anywhere in, in upstate New York, you better come to my advertising seminar. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you about the Rule of 27. Uh-oh. I'm going to tell you about how much you spend on your advertising budget. Yeah, the Rule of 27 is you need to run 27. You, you need to get your message out there 27 times before it sinks into uh, a consumer's mind because every every third every third message you put out there, you know, a person out of the, out of three messages, they'll actually one will sink in. So it takes nine there times. So nine times three is 27. It's the rule of the rule of 27. If you're running well, weekly ads, you need to run 27 weekly ads consecutively because people will find a way to buy your product or service. They will see it so much they will actually want to buy your product or service. So mm-hmm. I'll teach you good stuff like that. MikeBova.com to register. You can actually buy tickets through I don't know some third-party ticket. Take a thing there, and uh, the general rule of thumb is if you think you know everything, and you're not yeah. wealthy yet, you might not yeah. know everything. No, I don't know. I had, you, I had a lady. Even if you're not wealthy, it's not about wealth. It's about even if you don't have a backlog of about three months worth yeah. of work, you ain't wealthy yeah. yet. Don't don't Listen, rest your laurels on that. Here's what I, here's what I tell people all the time. Here's a little bit of, of business for you. Ready? Okay. Have you arrived? People are like, oh, I've arrived. Okay, really? Is your is your email overflowing with orders? Is your fax overflowing with orders? Is right. your phone, right. is your cell phone... Ringing off the hook. Ringing off the hook. And there's so many messages that you you can't even... Your mailbox is full. I mean... Right. You've got to hire people to take incoming calls. Yeah. You've got to hire the, people to take incoming calls. Maybe you're, right. you're there. Maybe. Yeah. And even if, then, if, don't, if don't doing, count on it. Yeah, if you're doing all that stuff... Maybe you've arrived, but people like Zig Ziglar and and Tony yeah. Robbins. I mean, these guys right. are lifelong learners. I mean, you got to be like Justin said. Right. You got to be open minded. Your whole you know, life the, is a learning process. Yeah. Yeah. The problem the problem with most business owners is this: they are closed minded. So when they say they're yep. down fifty percent, like I had a guy say to me, "Yeah, we're not going to do anything with our website." I'm like, "Dude, can I just say something? People are shopping for windows through through a." Uh, you know, through websites, okay? You got, your, you got your competition here, and they're looking at their websites, and they're probably asking for quotes. Well, geez, we don't want to give quotes to people. I said, why? Because you're one step closer to getting the job. I said, let me take your website to the, and, and totally revamp it so you got a great website with before and after pictures mm-hmm. and, and whatever. They're like, nah, you know, the web doesn't work. It does. <laughs> it does. It doesn't, it doesn't for them. They're right. Yeah. They're right. It doesn't work for you because you're not doing right. it right. Yeah, so don't complain. You don't to have me search you... optimized pages. You don't yeah. have. You got all kinds of code in your links. It's just yeah. a mess. It's a mess. It's functionally, it's great. It works great functionally, and then even then, not really, because they usually don't have a good search function. That's the worst part about most of those things. Right. That's why I don't search Facebook in Facebook. I use Google to search Facebook. Because yeah. it's better. Yeah. So don't complain to me when you say your business is down fifty percent. Don't complain to me because you got to think outside the box. You can't. The big buzzwords now are business as usual, and if you keep doing business as usual, you're going to be out of business. Yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah. So. No, especially in times like this, you have to be completely clever and thinking out of the box to survive right. through times like this. And there's very few companies that you know what the failure rate is in a good economy on companies when it's oh, sure. when it's this kind of economy. You have to be. You have to be kicking your competitors' ass when it comes to marketing. I'm talking social networking. Oh sure. Social marketing. Um, yeah. Everybody needs a mysocialfusion.com. Uh, yep. Find me in there. Um, yep. You know things like that. You gotta think out of the box. You gotta have a right. business directory in your local newspaper, right? 
Right, exactly. Now, just coincidentally, this is the kind of stuff me and Mike sell, but that has nothing to do with making us money. You don't have to go through us to do it. If you live in right. Georgia, you know, whatever, find a local newspaper that has a good search engine optimization, good search ranking. Look in Google, look at their page rank. And it's not always the paper of record. And in many cases these days, it's not the paper of record. I'll just tell you that right now, too. So we see it in our marketplace. I see it when I talk to people and interview people in every marketplace. is the same thing. I don't care what nuances you have. The demo is higher. you got 1% more females here, whatever. To me, demos, for the most part, listen, on average, you're talking to the same crowd. In this market as you are, even in New York City. Now, you know, that varies a little on certain social things and stuff like that, but but by and large, you know, if you want to get to the right people, you got to target the people. And people that run a, a pay-per-click campaign in Google, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't work most of the time because you don't employ it properly. You don't use best yeah. practices. Isn't life is all about best practices? Life and business. It, it, you can have any tool. I don't care what it is. You can use Google ineffectively, and, it, and it's still better than everything else. But you know. You can search Google if, if you can search Google and have a search phrase that's a hundred characters long, and guess what? You're going to find four results, and they're all four going to be exactly what you wanted. Or you can just type in, you know, a two-phrase word with no quotes and no pluses and no minuses, and and you'll get a million results. Which is, let me guess, everybody who's listening get that's what you get—a million results every time you search Google. Now it's more pertinent. Google's good, but you got to use the tool right. Use the tools right. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, listen, a lot of people running their businesses like, like they're trying to catch a mouse. They open up the trap right. and they put no, they put nothing in there. No peanut butter, right. no s'mores. You know, <laughs> I, I find the best thing to do is <clears throat> take a little piece of graham cracker, take a little Hershey's yeah. chocolate, melt a, melt a mini marshmallow, and make a little s'mores for the thing. Okay, and you put it in there because I think they like s'mores, and then bang, you catch a mouse. So it'll never make it to, to the mouse trap in my house. Yeah. That's the only problem with that theory. Yeah, you like <laughs> s'mores? Okay, yeah, maybe some s'mores. Just for the mice. But uh, you're gonna waste that on the mouse. <laughs> uh, well, we were, we were cracking up because we were talking about how our, our next door neighbor had a our next door neighbor had a mouse in her house. You know, our one of our tenants, mm-hmm. and she and I said, you know, they pretty much everybody likes to eat, right? So I said, uh, yeah, I'll bring a mouse trap over. We'll catch we'll catch a little thing, you know, and. And I uh, said, so I'll put some put off s'mores on there for you. But I was kind of worried that they would keep eating the s'mores. Oh, Mike, uh, the mouse ate the the mouse ate the s'mores and didn't get the trap off. You bring over some more s'mores, and then you see like their hands, like their hands are all bruised up and stuff. What happened to your hand? Oh, I, I fell, I fell. No, it was the mouse trap, you little sucker. <laughs> Why is there blood mixed with chocolate on your hand? Oh, they were trying to pull them out of the mouse trap. Oh, they were so good and tasty. I had to grab one. <laughs> Yummy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like what would you do for a oh, that's good. <laughs> what would you do for a clown night car? What would you do for uh, s'mores? Stick yeah. oh. my fingers in a mouse trap. I would a risk a, a finger for a s'mores. That's crazy. <laughs> Ouch. Ooh, I got a s'mores. Yeah. It'd, be like a, it'd be a mini s'mores, so it wouldn't even be a big one. You're talking about for a mini night. s'mores. Woohoo, we eat tonight, kids. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, Mike. The, the mice keep eating the s'mores over here. You need to bring over some some more some more s'mores. We need another batch. Can you bring a plate over of s'mores for we me? We need another pan. <laughs> yeah, bring over a plate of s'mores for me. I mean, for the mouse. <laughs> yeah, the mouse. 
He's a hungry little fella. Yeah, he's hungry. <laughs> he's ravenous. I think he's got uh, a tapeworm. <laughs> oh, man. A mouse with a tapeworm. A mouse oh. got a tapeworm. <laughs> maybe Do the tapeworm's got a mouse. Oh, no. Google it. <laughs> mouse with a tapeworm. <laughs> I'll be Googling that later. Can a mouse get oh. a tapeworm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, bro. Hey, man. Good stuff. Good a couple of good comedians. Good yes. So. I can't wait to open our laugh factory up here. Not that we could call it that. I'm just saying. Right. It's kind of a just yeah. We could we could call it something else. We could we could, we could call it like you know laugh the laugh train like or <laughs> laugh train. Yeah, you know what we could do? We can we can call it the laugh train. That reminds me of Soul Train. We get yeah, a guy we, like that. What was that guy's name? Yeah, we could do the laugh train. Yes. There you go. The laugh train. Get a guy with a real deep voice. And dude, you know oh, what? Eventually, the high-speed rail will come through here, and it'll yeah. you'll be able to ride the high-speed rail right to the laugh train. Yeah. Well, count your count your chickens on that one. Yeah, that's that's about three hundred years off. We're, we're I mean, it should be close though, because we're about two billion dollars into the research on that deal, right? Oh, dude. God, why can't I ever be the research guy that gets the billion dollars? Yeah. How much? Ooh. Listen, listen. How much R and D can you do? Get some, get some engineers, fly them to Japan, okay? Have them look at their right. high-speed rail system, okay? I mean, it's cheaper to fly people to Japan and steal Just the idea. Just hire the damn Japanese guy. Oh. Hire the damn, fly him over here, put him up in a hotel. It's not going to cost a billion dollars. Yeah, that's crazy stuff. <laughs> How much do you want? Four you got to research it. What the hell are you researching exactly? The, the, the track yeah. is over there. Every damn fool yeah. knows you just need to build the track up higher so the deer can't get on there. Right. Is this rocket science? What do you got to yeah. research? What are you researching? Right. Are you kidding me? Come on. I'm researching any damn thing. They're well, blowing we got all some Americans money. over there. We got some Americans over there. They're like, hey, hey, tell us about the high-speed rail system, okay? Yeah, give us some inside information. Yep. Okay, cool. Okay, great. How high is it off the ground? Get a tape measure, you know? Oh, tour. <laughs> How fast is it? our research. Hold on, I got my tape measure right. Yep, they're yeah. 20 foot off the ground. Okay, yep, research done. Go. Let's go home. Right. High speed rail. <laughs> Let's go build our. Come on, guys. Really? It seem research. like rocket science. You know, Shut the hell it, up, it, research. It's not rocket science, it's train science. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even train science. It's science. I think the Japanese are maglevs, aren't they? Yeah. Magnetic well, levels. Isn't, isn't not it, rocket science. That's like yeah. a hundred year old science. Right. Dude, isn't it, isn't it the law of physics basically pretty much? It's been Let's that be way about it. I mean, since the didn't beginning. We, didn't we learn that stuff in high school? <laughs> I think Stephen Hawking said that that's been around for like a couple billion years, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's oh, a train. It's a dollar per year for the research. They got to learn as much as a billion years worth of history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have those questions in, in math class. If a train leaves New York City going at 200 <laughs> miles an hour heading towards Utica. And another train is coming from Washington D.C. heading at 275 miles an hour, heading towards Utica. Who gets there first? You know. <laughs> How long before they collide? Because we didn't do enough yeah. research. <laughs> 200x. Yeah. Two separate. Yeah. No, come on. That's really research. Freaking yeah. kidding me. They have. There's one. It's not like we're going to the moon. We're the first ones to do it. Right. It'd be different if we were the first ones to do this. How long have sure. the Japanese had their maglev trains? Like them things go like 200 miles an hour, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah almost absolutely. no resistance on the on the track level. There's zero resistance. Dude, you listen, have some wind resistance. That's it. 
you're basically going as as fast as like one of the fastest cars in the world. Like what is it? Like a Porsche 959 right. or something like that, or a Ferrari, right. or whatever. You're doing that, yes. but you're not driving down the thruway. Okay, you're you're on a rail <laughs> system. I mean, well, you shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, and we're not talking we're not talking Amtrak. Okay, we're not talking Amtrak no. and crashes and right. that kind of stuff. We're talking about a high speed rail system that that is on a high speed rail. I mean, come on. I mean, if we can make the uh, the roller coasters at Six Flags Darien Lake work, okay, the little loop de doop <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, and you right. still got the Predator, which is the old wooden roller coaster. If those things can work, I mean, those things are high speed. Then we can ah. we can do the same thing with a high speed rail system. Yeah, they, no, they got to research it some more. It's bullshit. We don't even need it, to be honest with you. Do you really need? We don't need it. I mean, who needs? Who does it? Who's going to pay the premium for that? The train costs oh. more than I think it should already. Yeah. And it takes as long as driving places. So let's say well, I know double why. my speed. You know why? Because you get because it's Amtrak and you get the thrill seekers. What's going to happen on this train? It's going to crash. So that's that's why people pay extra for that yeah. stuff. They're thrill seekers. Hey, thrills and spells. Right, right. It's better than a than an actual coaster because you could actually die. <laughs> that's beautiful. <Yeah. laughs> wow. All right, dude. I gotta I gotta go, man. Oh, I know. All right. Be good. Peace out. I'll hey, talk to you good soon. show. Thanks, everybody, for coming. Go to MadisonCountyCourier.com. Yeah. It's a very cool story, too, by the way. Look up my interview with Mike on this uh, this very radio show. And uh, it's a very interesting story. It's uh, it's a story about, a quote-unquote, new newspapers is the way I called it. Um, yeah. Very cool. Look us up in here, Mike Bova, and uh, it's an older, uh, older show. Very cool stuff. Take care, everybody. Thanks, Mike. All right. Peace out, everybody. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.